Welcome to another episode of Mini Fellowship in Movement Disorders, where we take most challenging concepts in movement disorders and simplify them into easy-to-follow explanations. I'm your host, Danish Bahati, a movement disorder neurologist who loves to teach physicians online, especially in the developing countries. So that's a very good uh, question, Wala. The tardive dyskinesias, which uh, includes tardive akathisia, among others, have this unusual characteristic that they happen after being exposed to dopamine blocking medication for a long time. So a minimum of one month, but often exposure of six to 12 months is required. And they behave in this way that I like the rule of thirds that Dr. Torres uses and teaches us. So the rule of third is that if you stop the dopamine blocking medication for those patients, then a third of them will get worse and a third of them will get better or or completely cured and a third of them will remain about the same. But he adds that the reason we try to stop the dopamine blocking medication is that that is the only chance they ever have of improving or curing the tardive dyskinesia, even though it's only 33% or a third, roughly speaking. So yes, the chance is not even 50% or less that they can get better or cured once we stop the dopamine blocking medication. But that's the only chance they have because nothing else will cure them or make them better. And there is a feeling among experts that The longer they stay on the dopamine blocking medication, the more likely it is that the the tardive dyskinesia will be permanent. So it may be that the rule of third is not true. The portions that get better or get worse varies based on the duration of exposure or length of the exposure, but there is no good data on that. So that's number one. The other point that you said is also true that all tardive dyskinesias get better by increasing the dose of dopamine blocking medication. So they can stay on the same medication and go up and they will get better. Or they can switch to a more potent, more uh, dopamine blocker or more stronger dopamine blocker type of antipsychotic medication and they will uh, get better. And that is often used and I would say abused by the uh, psychiatrist or other physicians. And I would say abused because um, not only the patients are losing the chance of curing or getting better from tardive dyskinesia, but other uh, tardive dyskinesias can come on that are even more bothersome and permanent. So tardive dyskinesias include uh, tardive agathesia, but also orolingual buccal stereotypy, which is the most common one, but could be really bad one. So there are tardive ticks, uh, and sometimes they can be self-mutilating ticks. Uh, they could be tardive dystonia, and that could be really disabling in, in itself. And um, and if they have, let's say, only orolingual buccal stereotypy, uh, they could develop tardive agathesia, which is one of the most bothersome movement disorder in general. Cathesias are extremely bothersome to patient because that feeling of restlessness or inattention is extremely irritating and just not tolerable. Although the movements are themselves are voluntary and are not bothersome, but that feeling of tension is very bothersome. So that's why uh, we prefer not to go up in most cases. Now, there are exceptions. Exceptions would be for humane grounds 
um, let's say someone has started dyskinesia but life expectancy is very short uh, or or that the rest of the life that the patient have left uh, will be very disabling anyways because of ongoing illnesses so in that situation it might be very humane to actually increase the antipsychotic medication to block the tardive dyskinesias to give some relief to the patient for the uh, for the rest of the life but if someone uh, has a very long life expectancy then it will be a disservice to them hopefully that clarifies the point that you were thinking about to learn more about the mini fellowship visit our website for university of nebraska medical center department of neurological sciences where you can be part of the community and ask us questions you can write to me on mdclinicforyou at gmail.com. It's mdclinic number four u at gmail.com. And follow me on YouTube for longer discussions by searching for Danish Bahati, D-A-N-I-S-H space B-H-A-T-T-I. You can also find me on Twitter at Danish Bahati underscore MD and on LinkedIn.